He smoked. It's just not for the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's just time for my regular smoke. So it just kind of just works into it. Well, the timing is perfect then. So for those that don't know, this is the Chronic Club. It's a mystery box. I literally hand deliver these products to these fine people. Uh, we've got uh, Steve with Baked and Awake, so Michael with the aging in, and Miggy with uh, you know 420 Miggy, Miggy 420. Hey, we hit uh, 8,000 subscribers on CLN. Cannabis Legalization News. That's right. Yeah, that's nice. 8,000. There you go. Um, so today's mystery box unveiled is uh, Blunt Royale. So how it works is um, there are seven tips, or not seven tips. There's uh, seven criteria that we're going to be taking a look at. Um, so I'll pull that up in a second, but basically at the very end, we're going to judge this based on seven criteria. It's going to get a certain score from all of us, and then that's how it's going to roll. That's basically the rules. Did I miss anything, fellas? We got to smoke it. We all going to get high. <laughs> so this is from the randomizer. Basically, I put in, uh, you know, all different criteria, joints, blunts, edibles, topicals, everything. And then the randomizer picks it and it picked an infused joint. I picked this one from Blunt Royale. It's a one gram uh, fruitcake dreams. So it is a one grammar that has... A certain amount of keef on it. I guess it doesn't really say <laughs> how much or what it is, but it's forty six percent. Keef is like 0.1 grams. This is a minuscule amount of keef. Yeah, it's like in the middle too. It's like just like a little bit of keef, and then a little bit of you can see the, the like a flower in mine. How about yours? No, I yeah, love it. yeah, um, it's pretty legit. I love the form factor with the wood tip too. You know, yeah. <laughs> got that swisher vibe going for me or uh black and mild vibe going for me right off the top no for real um wood tips are where it's at this year mm-hmm. one of my clients does a wood tip blunt that i fucking love if this wood tips any good which it is i'm probably going to reuse it at least one time i'll roll another joint around this thing i can't do generational with a wood tip the wood gets no? stained with the resin flavors ah, one time i wouldn't do it for a week or anything but i'd do it one time I Poor like thing. the wood tip. Took the trouble of carving this tip. We're only going to use it <laughs> straight to nowhere. I mean, you know? a lathe did it, but sure. Well, what do you guys think about the uh, the blunt tips? I don't like the uh, the hemp tips. It seems like they're too filtered. You know, the swirl tight ones. Yeah, not a big fan. I have not yeah. bought very many of these um, blunt style products. I bought a few. It's been a while though. Um. You know, I always, it's just one of those things like um, you wonder how much you're paying for the fluff and the packaging and the hemp wrap yeah. uh, as opposed to like just getting the getting the flour or, you know, rolling the joint, buying a joint. I don't know. How's your guys burn? Looks good. It, it lit nice and evenly. You know, I got a little, yeah. I got a little exhaust fan going to my window here so you can see my smoke nice. blowing off, but it looks good. That's what I want to see. You guys look good too. Same here, exactly. Look at this. Super even burn. Very clean all the way around. That's impressive, actually, for even early on. Yep. Wasn't always the case in, like, 2014, 2015, 2016 when you were buying pre-rolls at the stores then. Still not the case with a less, uh, I think, premium-type product. Because, yeah, they put a little money into the wood tip. They put a little money into the hemp wrap and stuff. But this is obviously flour. Like, first puff, there's no oily, you know, 
trim flavor going on here. Yeah, yeah, and that was a good taste. It's my ashtray I've had for a hundred years. It says "Let's Rock" on the side of this Rams ones. Did you kill the miniature ram yourself? <laughs> I, I think my wife got this for me That's too. Awesome. I don't even know. That looks dope. Uh, yeah, it's a good. It's a good ashtray. It's a damn fine ashtray. Just don't use any others. Just that's my one right here. I am using the lid to the blunt royal that also we got. Also acceptable. <laughs> I got. They're they're all out of reach. Just out of reach. There's ashtrays back there somewhere. So is this an indica or sativa? I didn't even look. What do we got here? Fruity berry. What the heck? What is it? Fruitcake Fruit dreams. Cake dream. And uh, that one teenage dream song was flowing through my head since the second I read that damn label. Here's something I I, I wouldn't mind appreciating um, for these folks. Um, You know, I just want to say thanks for putting the actual provenance, the real strain strain names underneath the marketing name. Okay, so we have Fruitcake Dreams, right, which is probably a made up name by Blunt Royale. or maybe it's from the people who they got the flower from, but it says here we're looking at sherbet dreams crossed with cherry pie. So at yeah. least most of us have smoked cherry pie at some point in time before in the past. Um, I always like hearing, you know, at least that part of the story so we can pretend we know a little bit of what we're smoking here. Um, so cherry pie is indica leaning, though, if I'm not mistaken, uh, or a strong indica. So this is a this is a hybrid. I imagine that that sherbert dreams is a is a haze or a sativa of some kind just a sunset sherb by haze i've I've seen a sherbert haze a couple of times so there's a lot of people especially like i'm i'm a late comer to the cannabis industry in washington i got out here in 2015 i did not experience medical on the regular and where i'm from strains were all made up too because i'm from chicago right so the strange shit means a whole lot less to me because you know, it's a marketing tactic in a lot of ways now. That's the only thing it is. So I find it hard to care about provenance and the genetic history because I know how fluid that is in 502. And that's my primary experience with, you know, cannabis uh, here. I'm, I'm mostly sticking with 502. So yeah, strain lineage isn't as important to me because I know that 502 companies just making shit up the whole time. And I know because I'm like, I've been there. Right. right. So, we know what the rules are about that or more specifically the lack of rules around it uh, or that. Well, to be perfectly accurate, the rules specifically delineate that you can as a producer or processor or yeah, as a producer or processor, change the strain name to anything you want to market it as. Right. Sean Kemp. Pretty much. Kemp's yep. dream, you know, this spring at his shops, if he wants to white label that with somebody to bring it into his store. So, well, have, have you guys uh, seen that Lethe article about how like uh, name is not even a, really a thing? It's going to be about profiles. Like, oh proteins, yeah, can't Sativa and Endicar are bullshit. I've been saying this for four Boom. fucking years. Um, this is about terpenaline leaning strains. It's about strains that have it's about a when you harvest your crop, how long you let it go. I mean, partly that's more about potency and what's going to finish in the plant, but its genetic heritage is more about. The terps. Oh, I'm sure you hear that coming through. Nice. Sorry about the train. <laughs> um, but it's about the terps that are, um, you know, developing in the plant that all work together. And the terps are really where we're getting flavor profiles, complex effects. I mean, it's not a heady buzz. Yeah. 
or you know a varin type effect like thcv will get you all racy and shit that's from turfs right pretty much all of it yeah having something to distinguish between daytime and nighttime i think is the biggest or most important factor for me in college when we got sativa we thought it was kind of shitty weed because we were expecting that heavy hitting indica effect um, so I think having the effects is sort of important to know at night or no, I totally agree. But yeah, I agree. I think that um, putting something behind Indica Sativa is not the, the right way to go. We've had podcasts about that and with uh, terpenes, as a matter of fact, is kind of yeah. the, the go to. <clears throat> so not hopefully only, the, not only does the industry it. need to move beyond that, but the general public needs to be brought along in that evolving awareness because um you know, we, we all know this to some extent. Um, you know, Michael, my only point about how long you let your crop go was really about the fact that, in my opinion, that alone could have more of an impact on whether a uninitiated cannabis newbie thinks they're smoking a sativa or an indica. Because, Wait. you know, you let that plant go two more weeks at the end of the harvest season uh, past when the uh, the producer, the original originator of the strain, told you, you know, hey, this is an eight or nine week plant. You go ahead and leave that nine week plant up for eleven or twelve weeks and and take it down. And the person who put you on that strain in the first place won't even recognize it when they smoke. It. Well, you know? and, and then of course the that, you know cannabinoid development along the path. But two, one thing really quick, I want to jump mm-hmm. back to mm-hmm. this this blunt. Royale, I'm about this way, this far. I'm halfway through the keef, and it's getting real hard to pull on. I mean, mm. it's getting real tough. That's where I'm at right now. I'm at the bottom. Like I can, I got like a maybe. <clears throat> I'm okay. I'm still flowing. Third, not too bad. I, I had to use my poker toker to poke it just to get airflow through. Gadget. Mm. lighter though. bros are so goddamn good. Got a lighter bro from Budwiz right Those are now. Filthy. Those are Budwiz is the shit. Every one of us needs to People, go hit up. That's a multi-tool. Whiz. Okay. If yeah. you smoke weed, if you smoke flour, you need some something like that in your jam. Shabam. Best swag. I, I, I miss events just for the lighters and swag. Not yeah. not my friends, <laughs> but Budwiz. Yeah. They Try are doing uh they're doing a um qualitative brand and store-based review site. So you go in and you review specifically the brand or the store and some real specific components about it. I'm pretty jazzed about it, but also it's, tool. <laughs> you know, back to like Sativa Indica, though, I think uh, we all suffer like a drug ignorance thing, right? Like uh, you, you ever have someone who drinks coffee and it actually uh, uh, slows them down? Like it doesn't affect them? Mm-hmm. You know, because the endocannabinoid system, yes. we're all different. So, I mean, whether it's Indica Sativa... I tell people they need a goddamn star diary. I can't right. tell you every, how it's every to be. single thing is a variable every single time. It's a new right. day. It's a different time of day. You're on an empty stomach. You're on a full stomach. You're full of energy. You're fucking flat yeah. from the day before. You know, um, yeah, all super valid points. Um, well, and then yeah. another like very specific indica type interaction that I've been having GMO. I've been dabbing the hell out of Fat Panda and Dabstract GMO because it's so tasty. It tastes like the death of a garlic. It's so good. Um, and uh, I spent six days getting four hours of sleep and being completely fucking energized just smoking GMO. 
and changing nothing else about my life. And it's one of the heaviest hitting Indica's that most people encounter. And for me, it is fucking drugs, man. Opposite, I'm, it is get world. shit done, drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's Indica, Indica, Indica. It's not kind of Indica. It's nice. fucking deep in there. Nice. Um, which I'm glad to find because I'm a racy kind of guy. I don't need mm-hmm. to kick back and chill. I got too much mm-hmm. shit to do. I'll chill. I'll chill in 50 years when I'm dead, I guess. Maybe 100 if I'm lucky. And if Maybe they get to put us in computers, right? dude, if they put our brains in computers, I'm living forever. Fuck it. <laughs> sure. you you look up? Nice. I was looking it up in another tab, but I didn't get that far because what I saw was uh, Sherbet. Sherbet. I, I searched on Sherbet Dreams, but I'm only seeing Sorbet Dreams results. Um, you got Sherbert there. Go ahead, though. Yeah, they don't have Sherbert dreams, but they do have cherry pie. So they're both supposed to be energizing, euphoric, happy, relaxed, um, or all three is how they're described. So it's a pretty good blend. How are you guys feeling so far? Yeah, I was going to say, are we we starting to work our way down the list yet? Are we going through the... Well, I'd like to say, uh, I just got done smoking a Graham joint and haven't died, so... There you You're go. done already? <laughs> good weed. Done. Really good weed. Dang, Super Iron smooth. Yeah. I breathe I that shit, dog. <laughs> oxygen. Fucking no, dude. I gotta hurry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I was gonna say I'm just starting to I'm just starting to feel it settle in on me. Like it's mm. starting to shape up. I won't say it's fully hardened yet. Yeah. Um, and I'm still only you know, I'm probably two thirds of the way through because I'm probably going to start running into. I don't know if this is all flower down to the wood or if I'm going to run into some filter here in a second. Yeah, this filter, I feel it. Like at the end, you can feel that filter uh, so in the filter jammed into this wood. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, um, I cheated. So um, I've already smoked one. Mm-hmm. So at, <laughs> at the very end, the reason why this clogs, Michael, is because a lot of the cannabis falls into this huge crevice that they don't mm. stop. And so what happens is the base. It, it closes in as you breathe in, suck in, creating a clogged effect. a carb hole, all sorts of shit. Yeah, so that's why you had to get the toker poker and poke it back out to create a more wider base. So it's one of the biggest defaults, I guess, in pre-rolls is not having a solid enough base. Blame. And that's why all of the, the pinching or the clogging happens. Hmm. I'd even see it, it just kind of limp just from the get-go so there's a lot of pre-rolls out there not all right 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 where the cone gets narrow yeah yeah well it's a machine you know you're getting it it's getting packed on a fucking vibrating table right you know for the most part yeah yeah Yeah. so if they put a couple more seconds into like uh hell yeah baked in a way because in my instagram uh my live good that's what's up uh, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but so for real though um producer processors can learn from that shit and if they take the extra like two seconds at that stage to get it packed creative if you're you're rolling 50 of them on a table cool get a 50 packer at once and tamp them down properly at, at the mid stage not for and, nothing uh, but i mean it's been a while since i smoked cigarettes but i never smoked a cigarette out of my pack before i whacked that pack into the palm of my mm. hand about 10 times before I cracked it open, right? Um, so that was just a learned behavior that I never questioned in terms of, you know, maybe I, I'm sure I was pantomiming older smokers doing it themselves, but then I, I'm sure anybody who has spent any time smoking cigarettes, you know, you open a pack of Marlboros, uh, half that shit falls out the tip of those cigarettes if you haven't mm. already 
pack them into their, mm -hmm. you know, into their respective sleeves before you open that package. So, you know, I mean, we can, we can nitpick them on this in terms of how to make a proper pre-roll. This one obviously seems to have performed. It all comes back to value, right? In, until we get down, until the price gets down to the other commodities like, you know, cigarettes and tobacco, whatever, it's still about value. So I think that's part of the... Weed's cheaper. Weed's cheaper than cigarettes there, right now. tobacco any cheaper than cannabis? Really? No, like weed is way cheaper, dude. Okay, so, um, I mean, okay, you can get bum schwaggity tobacco. I, unfortunately, am still a tobacco smoker. I'm working on it. I'm a vapor. Um, I quit before, and this is my second time mm -hmm. ever. But uh, you can get, like, a big old pouch of schwiggity schwaggity tobacco for, like, 14, 15 bucks, and it'll last you a couple of weeks. But in general, like a pack of smokes is about 10 bucks. And unless you're smoking a gram of weed a day to balance out that pack of smokes, which most people probably aren't really, some people are definitely, but most aren't, um, weed's less expensive. I think people in legal states are. I mean, like, I think you have more consumers that are consuming larger amounts, like. You know, and, and, the, and the market hasn't matched that price yet where you can get mass amounts for cheap back in medical. That's how it was. But you, I've, I've seen $120 uh, ounces that were, you know, as good as pretty much anything any medical grower has passed my way in the past two years who's still doing medical. Hmm. Like that's, you know, you got to look far and few between and know who's supplying what shops. But it is possible, possible. Maybe not in Seattle, though, Maggie, because <laughs> you guys are fucking, yeah, your pricing's rough. <laughs> yeah, the area's rough. Yeah, I'm in a little bit of a more rural area. Ooh, man, uh -huh. I'm getting high for sure. Holy no, I feel shit. good. I definitely feel good. Didn't die, like I said. Yeah. And I'm walking. <laughs> well, so I not only, um, you know, am I perceptibly high, and I think it'll go up a little bit from here before I finally finish this thing, um, and I am going slow on it. But um, but look at how well it's behaving and letting me have like that cigar-like experience here. Like this is a pretty long mm. session for one one gram pre-roll. Uh, it's behaving itself, and I don't feel like I've you know been rushed through it, nor yeah. that it burned itself up and it wasted itself. You know, like I watched it like a fucking sparkler just. Whoosh. So pretty cool. I don't know how much they cost. Was this thing twenty bucks? Oh. oh. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, oh, it was sixteen dollars. Okay. Okay. So yeah, sixteen dollars a piece, and I got a few of them. I got enough for um, myself a couple of times beforehand, you know, because it was right at um, at the end of sober October. So I was going to celebrate oh. on the golf course with one of them, and uh, I got really high. Walking around like somebody hungry at the grocery store. You haven't smoked weed in a month. You're like, I'm going to have two of those and nine of those and one of those. Trust, give me the edibles now. Yeah. yeah. That bag's was... already open. Just, yeah, give me that back. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just scan uh, it and give it back. I need some of those. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. So uh, I'm, I would love to uh, say that I had a really good time smoking this. But I'm going to be honest with you. The last half of it was a bit tough was a bit rough, you know, to pull. And I'm, I'm, I don't really smoke as much flour as I used to. The product's overall really good, but if we could get over the packing and making it so loose at the bottom so it was more consistent of a smoke, um, I would have been a little happier as opposed to the uh, real tough, like you're having, Steve, because you're after that slow smoke. I guess I'm generally not. I want to be like, 
I want Miggy lungs and just rip down a grand yeah. I mean, I'm talking too much too. I'm sitting here yakking through it. So, so we're talking about appearance. I could have smoked it by now. Well, yeah, I guess uh, you know, out of the the seven criteria that we're going to judge this product on, number one is appearance. So, what do you guys think? think uh, did did it make it? Yes or no? The Keith, like how it just kind of covered like the center of it, was kind of weird to me. But I mean, it was it, it had a nice appearance as far as it just looked half naked with just the Keith in the middle. Okay. I think they might have had a reason for that, like you know, you know, even it out, burn smoother, blah 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 blah. So you don't get the sparkler effect, but yeah, same well, stuff for the process. Um, I imagine, but yeah, right. It was pretty want it right at the tip when you first ignite, you know, any joint or and especially a twax joint, you get huge waste at the initial, right? So the, you you you're they put it right about Good where point. the cherry should have settled down, and then you were you know really getting into it, and then you get the full effect because all that initial ignition was over with and first couple of tokes i don't know mm. so if you want to give them out of a full point i'm going to give them the full point because i thought it looked you know good looked like it was supposed to uh, we'll get to the issues towards the bottom like michael was saying with it being clogged and some other yeah. whatever but I, I mean appearance wise i thought it looked good i'm gonna give them a full point miggy how about you are you gonna give them half a point no point no i'll give a full point i thought it was a beautiful presentation it looked okay like an eighteen dollar joint, sixteen. But Michael, how oh, about 16. you? Full. Oh, full point. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty. It sparkled nice. We were all like, "Ooh, looky, looky!" You know, we all <laughs> that shit. Yeah, it was nice. And Steve, just to confirm, you give him a full point. Oh yeah, full point. All right. Looks moving good. On, moving on to aroma. How did it smell? I liked it. You know, oftentimes, because I, I just realized now as well, this is also oil infused. So I take back all my complaining about the cloggage because that was because there's concentrates. But right, uh, there is. There we go. Right. It didn't smell like burny concentrates the way that, you know, twax joints often do because you're incinerating it. So whatever they used was obviously legit and clean and it wasn't some like just whatever trash they had sitting around for it. Um, so, yeah, I like the smell. It's legit. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. great. We didn't we didn't uh, you know enumerate that it is a gram of flour, handmade oil as they call as they characterize it here, keef, and the wood tip, and as we already described, some kind of probably hemp wrapper. There is a comma after handmade. Handmade and oil are two separate ideas. I think. Thank you. It's yep. tiny. It's tiny. Good job. <laughs> so at full point, yeah, I uh, forgot that it was also oil infused. Yeah, I mean yeah. this is probably. It's about what you're going to get flow wise, airflow wise through oil, you know, that's mm. inside and, and, and uh, wax on the outside. We've all bought one of those that turned into a fucking meltdown wreck yeah. before and tasted bad before it fell apart. So, yeah, I had one that caught fire all people. the way like a firework. And almost there you go. Like <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but that's I'm going to go. got a beer. Point. I'm going to give it a full point for aroma as well. When you open it up, it smells really good. But then when you start burning it, it doesn't smell like a really funky cigar. So I'm going to give him a full point. Hell yeah. Great. What about the taste? I like that wood filter. It kind of gives that a, a, a nice uh, appearance as well as uh, doesn't get all soggy and everything. So um, I didn't think the taste was was bad um as you get that oil sometimes you'll get um kind of a, a resiny ashtray almost like taste oh uh, yeah 
but I thought it was good all the way through. It did clog. We'll get to that uh, maybe towards quality. Um, but overall, I'm going to give them a full point for taste. It could have been maybe more uh, flavorful, but with the, the concentrate in there, I'm just going to give that a pass and give them a full point. <laughs> I think early on, it did have a lot of big flavor. Like right on the early fire, it was really robust and then it kind of mellowed out. But yeah, just like you said, no weird muddy flavor from the oil or anything. I, I'm legit on a point for taste too. Yeah. Uh, did I miss... Uh, are we doing taste and aroma as a combo? No, did you miss aroma? Maybe. I might be a little stoned. Um, okay. Did you give him a full point for the, the smell? I did smell something. So I thought that was cool. Because I think I mentioned to you guys previously, my sense of smell is kind of kind of dull. It's not the best. Mm. So whenever I can smell anything at all, then I'm pretty happy because I know that somebody who does have a nose will really smell it. Um, so, yeah, I did smell something uh, other than the wood tip, which was also had, you know, uh, and it's part of the full package. So, yeah, smell was good. Aroma. You can give them a half a point, three quarters of a point, full point. Full point. Full point it is. And then what about taste? I'd say the same. I'd say the same. Um, I obviously smoked the whole thing. I took forever to do it. So I let it take its time getting weird if it was going to. It seems like I might have got the best one of the bunch this morning. Although Miggy just inhaled his in like three sucks. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Those are some fucking just wolf lungs, that thing bro. down like my dog with a fucking milk bone. Just like, whoop, Adam done. <laughs> you know, this is a study. I'm here for science. So I had to commit myself. But, you know, when it comes to aroma, taste, and, and uh, strength, I think it comes down to the plant, too, right? Like, uh, they picked a good plant. So uh, both aroma and taste, they're going to win on that one. And then what about strength? You get a full point for that as well? Yeah. Biggie stoned off his ass wandering. The oh, yeah. I can't stop laughing over here. For science, yeah. dude. I am yeah. too. I would say it's more indica leaning. I tend to to shut up when I'm after I smoke an indica. And I'm like, it's hitting me behind the eyes. It's not energetic <laughs> or euphoric or uplifting for me. But somebody who has ADHD or something might be really, like jumping off the walls. Yeah, this is this yep. is, I like I feel like a, a little fountain of giggly bubbling up inside of me right now. Like that's that's where the effect is at on me. It's pretty pretty good. That's that cherry pie though. For me, ADHD, I you know, I've got other old couple other things, but um cherry pie is always happy medicine for me. Like and I'm glad that this cut came through cuz it's there for me for sure. Full point for show. <laughs> yeah. And Steve, how about you? How are you feeling? Pretty solid. Uh, how I would characterize it um, <clears throat> would be whatever the sherbet is bringing to the table might have been what I felt initially. Uh, because I mentioned earlier that I was feeling beginning to feel the effects and that it would probably go up from there. Um, and intensity-wise, it has. Um, and it hasn't left my head. But it is much more throughout my torso, you know, and the rest of my body as well right now. I can feel myself kind of, you know, more settled down. Um, you know, maybe if somebody like ran it back and looked at our body language and our mannerisms over the course of the last like 20 minutes too, that might be interesting because I, I wonder if I've been, you know, if I was more twitchy in my seat when I began or, or how I'm feeling right now. Because like, I could probably like leave this call and go watch about 
four or five really stupid YouTube documentary, fringe documentaries right about now and not go downstairs until somebody yells that they need a snack <laughs> or it's half the problem. You know right. what I mean? Like, no problem. So I'm assuming that's a full point. Sure. Yeah, full point. <laughs> full point, you guys. Good work. After the soliloquy of why he's so stoned. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love nice. it. All right. Moving on to cure. Um, can can we throw the you know the package type stuff into cure here instead of quality and care if if we could because we're not seeing bud or stuff like that. So instead of cure, well, what do you want to or include it because you know part of the cure of flour. If we were looking at flour, we want to see how they treated it after you know harvest. Really, right? That's part of it and how it came out. And I think that some of the things we ran into would fall under that better than quality and care. Cause the quality, well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. How the hell well, do we talk about the cure we get, before, on a joint? Yeah. So there's cure and then quality care and then brand and packaging. Um, yeah. Well, I was gonna say is for the, for the cure, cause uh, the only reason why I'm able to, I was able to smoke that so fast. Look, I'm an asthmatic, like, like no shit. Steep hills kick my ass and could kill me. But uh, uh, that a good cannabis purge, taken care of cured whatever process when it's pure i can smoke it like it's oxygen so uh so I you think, can yeah. perceive that usually when it's just flower standalone you feel like you can tell when something's been cured well and when it's yeah been and processed properly you know good paper i mean it all factors into it and uh that was a great um i mean it, it tasted really good it went down no problem you know point being <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Are you there? You still there? I'm here. Yep. Okay. The the image on the screen share was doing a thing for a moment there. Well, I was uh I was trying to find another um option for a cure. I thought I had another let's let's keep it as cure and I I Miggy has totally changed my mind. Uh he's absolutely right. Like for sure. I sat here going, man, I should have just shut my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Miggy's totally yeah. 100%. So I give him a point for cure as well for the reasons Miggy said. <laughs> Steve, how about also, you? Also, I'm getting higher. I'm getting higher right now. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, I mean, we're in trouble, you guys, because there's only like a couple more categories, and we're not going to have much to knock them on before we're done. So they're going to like clean sweep us here any second now um, if we give them full points on everything. So I will award half a point on cure only on the basis of the fact that I know that as a producer, you're not going to take your A grades and put them inside of any of these. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Some people that's all they do though. This model is this all these guys do? It kind maybe. of is. They kind yeah. of is this little company platinum. So they're society. Right. They're just a processor. So they buy, what they can buy from a producer. Are they a producer processor or a processor? Do I believe know? they're a producer processor. These guys, I'm not 100%, but Platinum Leaf Society is a PP. I believe they grow, they sell their product like, to other stuff, producers. But I don't want to make it a commercial for them. Yeah. Either. I don't want to make it a well, commercial for them either. So it, agree, here, it's agree if you want. But I'm going to say fair. most producers are going to buy and source quality B grade, you know, popcorn or lowers from nice plants from the same crop that also gets parceled out and sold different ways to other processors who make products like this. You know, yeah, but put usually the there's indicators for the consumer. 
this wood tip is a strong indicator that it's a premium flower going in because they're paying the same amount for this wood tip as... I didn't say it wasn't premium flower. I didn't say no. it wasn't premium flower. Right. But generally, like, I'm, I'm just, just throwing from my experience working with, like, actually working with a bunch of producer processors and hearing their story, mm -hmm. this whole packaging, tube, uh, the, the mm -hmm. cone and everything costs the same as just this wood tip. Mm -hmm. And then the hemp wrap is probably going to be like 60 to 90 cents, depending on where they're sourcing them from. So it's just, this is actually like, you know, it's like a glass bottled beverage. Um, you know, if you drink beer, a glass bottled beverage is an indicator that you're getting a higher quality. Not always means it, but it's an indicator. And I think these wood tips are like that for us in 502. When we see them, the producer processors like, look, I put a dollar into packaging this thing or just wrapping it, you know, it it's looks like it's coming from platinum leaf society. Yeah. They're getting a, they're getting a half a point from me. Cause I can't see inside the joint. And I'm, gonna give I'm not going to take the time to go read all their marketing shit mm -hmm. either right now. Also working in the same segment, you know, with the same type of issues, everything costs money every step of the way. Right. We pay too much for every aspect of the business from taxation to too much rent to everything else that goes along with being a producer processor in 502. And there's an extremely compelling, uh, you know, economy of scale case to be made for specking the same quality flour that tested the same as the rest of the batch, but just isn't the shelf premium big nugs that are going in the ounce bags and the quarter ounce bags. That's all there is to it. You sure. Know? That's a huge, that's a hugely accurate point. Flour that way. It yeah. just makes sense to process the flour that way. And so that doesn't mean they won't be cured the same way either, but it might also mean that. Right. So I'm going to right. give them a uh, half a point for the same reason that Steve said. And then moving on to quality and care. Uh, we've all said that the wood tip was a nice feature, the glass packaging. Love I guess we'll, we'll get to that with the, the package. But um, overall, I thought that um, the, I thought the care and quality was uh, worth a full point from me. You know, I can't, um, to, to Steve's point, I don't mind being a commercial for good products, but the thing is, when it comes down to the question that should be asked is, yeah, it's a good product, but is it worth $16? Is it going to be good medicine? It's not. For $16, it's just not going to be something that somebody that has pain every day can take and, and, and treat financially. Mm -hmm. So it's a good product, but I'll give them a point for that. There we Word. go. So, you know, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, it's definitely from my perspective, you know, uh, is it fun? Is it good? Is it tasty? Was it quality? I think, yeah, for sure. I guess I would have hoped that if it is this expensive, that more time would go into making sure a consistent pack is happening and a consistent keefing on the outside. Like you're paying 16 bucks a, a blunt. And if they are putting a grade buds in, which from the effect, I think like, you know, this is, this is their business model is sell the best blunts we can. Um, they should have done a little bit more making them the best blunts, you know? So I'm going to, I'm actually, can I, I I'm going to give them a half a point on it because it was sloppily executed, even though it's a really good idea. Yeah. And to your point about the, the price, I would say that across the board for almost every product in that store, it's too expensive. It's not an everyday price for any edible. That's why, at least for me, I go with an RSO. Yeah. But, 
a lot of those are novelty or weekend things. That's why we only do yeah. this once a month instead of every day. <laughs> yeah, they took the weed, they put the weed in weed in a hemp wrap, and then they put weed in that weed, and then they put weed on the outside of that weed. Yeah, dude, pit it's my a novelty. Weed. Yeah, my that's weed. how we smoke weed. <laughs> weed on weed on weed on weed. Oh, shit. But you know, I, I, to be to be honest, I do prefer pre rolls. Like uh, sometimes, like my go to is legit. Uh, I like the, their burn, and then it's always been consistent. And to the the model concept, you know, that's what they started off as was just a farm that was going to make pre rolls. That was it. You couldn't buy the flour; it was just pre rolls. And then the very interesting. There you go. Uh, no, uh, legit, not these guys. Uh, okay, the guys, Thank the, the, the ones Sorry. that I smoke. Okay. Well, my my go to when I do mm-hmm. when I can find them, but uh, uh, just just saying that you can find quality stuff, but uh, it's not like an everyday. I'm gonna be my medicine take care of me type thing i mean unless you can afford it period i mean for everyday medicinal use in this market space i don't know a lot of people who are not using rso as like a heavy medical if they need it and that um but but flour like i guess on the daily yeah it's it's hard it's hard to think that anybody would be like i want this fat blunt that you know, party blunt. Keep these, and keep this these is my daily. Stock. I can't do without them. Um, yeah, 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 exactly. As I opposed, will, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say you guys are you guys are picking up on the exact same vibe, and it's just dawning on me. <clears throat> like we talked about last time with the gummies, everything has its place, right? And so would uh, would any of us drop sixteen bucks on one of these day in and day out? Hell no. <laughs> but would this be great to grab on a date night on the way, you know, in to dinner with the lady or what have you, or to go join your friends or to drop in a gift bag for another friend as a, you know, a token birthday gift of some kind? They're going to be squared away Ha-ha, for, token you know, birthday for, gift. for an hour or two. You know what I mean? So um, I yes. like that a lot. Like for for that kind of use case the value to me is pretty high so i don't know if that's going in the quality and care um category or where where that point would be awarded but if that's what we were focusing on point and i'm stoned again i'm stoned full point have you noticed care. Have you noticed how much longer each aspect is taking us as we progress <laughs> through the stoniness? One royale wins, no matter what yeah. we say whatsoever. The evidence yeah. is on the screen. We're stoned raiders right now, and we're in the grip of the blood. All right, right Steve, lead it off with a brand and packaging. Uh, pretty good. I thought I was looking at like Marley Natural or something, or some Bob mm. Marley, um, you know, packaging at first. So I had to read it then to. Uh, get straightened out on that um you know there's a little bit of the keef on the inside of my tube so they lost a little bit of their own product in shipping and i think you can mitigate that ever so slightly with maybe like a light parchment paper outer that only stays on until this comes out of the tube so that would be a constructive suggestion for them if anybody from that company ever saw this um you know great blunt great experience it's not a lot of keep that's left on the inside of the thing and it's not going to show up on this camera anyway but you you feel me so um but i love it this re- the screwable top i'm keeping that i'm gonna put another joint in that that's going in a pack somewhere you know so that won't get it won't become litter um so full point 
you know, and I could see it through the package. So full point, you know, what, what more can I ask for? Yeah, I was going to give them a full point as well. It's plastic. It's really thick plastic, not glass. I guess I could say three quarters of a point if I wanted to be a tool because I did say I mistook them for Bob Marley brand. <laughs> if I wanted to pick a knit there. You can give them three quarters if you'd like. I'll give them three quarters. <laughs> that's all right. Sorry. I'm going to. Sorry. I'm gonna... Wow. That's, that's it. Um, yeah, so for the brand and packaging, um, you know, I, I guess um, I'll nitpick as well and just say that it's the, like my label's not on straight and it didn't really come at me. Like I went after I the randomizer picked the product. So I knew what I was going after. This one was in my price range and recommended by the bud tender Alec at Dockside. So that's why I went after it. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't see it. Um, so I will give them half a point. I'm going to retract that full point and go half a point. Right on. I, uh, I'm i going to go with my typical bitch that's just excess packaging. And, uh, I mean, it's whatever. It's typical. So uh, I'm going to go with half a point. They tried. They they went for the larger plastic to a point uh, that Steve made. If they did put parchment in it, we'd be bitching about not having seen it initially. That's, that's a reality, too. You know? Fair. Fair. Um, so they have to balance things out, but I've got that same exact concern. Keith covered joints. I'm paying for milligrams of THC and I don't want 80 of them to be stuck in the jar, <laughs> man, you know? Um, so, uh, it's uh, the, the, again, same thing that Steve said, this label, somebody at some ad agency spent a lot of time on this generic fucking label that looks like 80 other labels for a thousand other products. And like, yeah, I am never, ever going to look at that and be like, Oh, that's those guys. Just not. Um, yeah. the pa- I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a dick about this. I'm only giving them a quarter point. The only thing they get out of me for the packaging. Nice tube. That's it. All right. Well, tallying all that up, that is 86% or six out of seven leaves, I guess, as we'll say. Um, all right. For that's us, that's us getting them fuckers, isn't it? <laughs> we really had to beat them up on some bullshit to even do that to them because we're obviously all stony. Yeah. So, and uh, we've, we've been really nice. Everybody's gotten like 99.9. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there is bad product out there. Josh has gotten some good stuff, and but there is stuff out there. I mean, there's brands, I'll tell you, I won't. If, Josh, if you're by Liberty Reach, it'll be a reach for me. <laughs> uh, so I'll tell you what, Liberty Reach has, has okay. The only Liberty Reach product that I've actually had that I've enjoyed a lot, they have okay shatter every now and again. And it's like just okay. That's the top level they put out. We're not talking about them, but Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen them. Sorry. I don't know if I bought them or not. Mm, yeah, I tried. Sweet. They were cheaper. That was a good time. One time. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Super All right. enjoyed it, actually, you know, overall, really enjoyed it. I am more pretty fun than a, more fun than a CBD gummy. Yeah. yeah. Pretty stoned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next time okay. we're going to do it next month, I think the 19th of December, I'll have to hit the randomizer and see what happens. Um, one of the uh, ideas was to get a two foot long, um pre-roll i've got a um uh challenger cone from raw so that fits about two and a half ounces I could smoke one of those probably if i had yeah. to 
so the idea was to get together, create some kind of hookah thing and socially distance, uh, blaze this um, $1,000 retail value pre-roll and do the, you know, seven criteria of, you know, chronic club. <laughs> right on. But we'll have to wait and see if that happens. We're looking for their sponsorship too for dabs and whatever else. I was going to say, uh, I thought we were all getting, each getting a two foot long joint. They're just yeah. going to sit here until we, whoever fell down last. Not, not yet, Steve. That'd be a good challenge, man. If, if you, you get can get somebody to, so pack a two foot joint for me. The right? And then get somebody to process it into rosin and I can smoke all that rosin. In one sitting, I don't think I could do a two foot joint by myself these days. I don't smoke enough. Yeah, flour. It would, take, it would yeah, it would take a lot. Yeah, It'd take a lot. I'm willing to try. Three years ago, three years ago, me when I was smoking like you know an eighth a day of flour, I think I could have done it. But yeah, I'm scared of well, that. Well, assuming we're not all under uh, even more rigorous house arrest than we all already are uh, by the 19th, Wait. I'm down to join that gathering if uh, we can put it together. So yeah. But uh, right on, yeah. You know how good that blunt was, or that yeah, the wrap. It's so good. I gotta go do housework now. Yeah, uh, you better man. now. I yeah, I, I, I literally hear my dishes calling me. I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm gonna go get so much stuff done. <laughs> I am gonna watch some football and build out a pitch deck and perform a financial statements and get it done. Nice. And then later on, I'm gonna smoke another blunt from Steve's um, stuff that he gave me. Very, very thank you for that. Uh, all right, let's roll this up. Steve, where can they find Baked and Awake? Uh, you can find me on all podcasting platforms as Baked and Awake. The Baked and Awake podcast uh, has been yeah. going since 2017. And uh, I'm also on YouTube as well and produce some video content that supports the uh, podcast content. Uh, Josh, I mentioned the Talking Hedge and, and the Chronic Club on the episode that I recorded this morning that will be going out uh, this weekend, uh, both on two uh, podcasts and youtube so thank you guys for hanging out today enjoyed it and baked Enjoy. and wake actually uh inspired this podcast so if y'all didn't know that's a shout out to steve and baked and wake thank I, you, dude. I didn't i don't know that i knew that yeah hey, well, we gotta get that guy for a show yeah that's we cool. should well, I, i've been trying to contact him but it's really hard yeah um, yeah so hey miggy where can they find cannabis legalization news where are you at all uh, podcast platforms, Spotify, we're on YouTube every Wednesday. And uh, uh, check out our uh, Facebook page, too. It's got over 300,000 likes or some shit. Uh, it's a free THC is the URL. Right. Yeah, what he said, the talking hedge. And then Michael, the aging ant. What, uh, I know you got a couple of things going on. Where can they find you? Agingent.com, as always, agingent.com. Uh, the Marijuana Encyclopedia podcast, old episodes are back. So if you hit me on nice. SoundCloud, iTunes, all that stuff, they finally nice. uh, uncensored me after two years and let me share my content again on that platform, which they had all the only original copies of, which was cool, right? <laughs> Very cool. And did you get my video on November 1st for your inebriation show? I did. I did. And I um, haven't processed it yet. No, no, no worries. Yeah, as long as it, it, as long as it yes. got to its home. That's all I care about. Yes. Whatever. All right. Oh, yeah. With that, we're going to roll this up. So until the next time, I think we're out. Thanks, guys. This was fun. So fucking hot. Absolutely. Great yeah, stuff. Thanks, Josh. You guys. Looking Later. forward to next month. Later. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 
Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.